All right, welcome everybody to the Pinfall Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark. Uh, Mark Cameron. Liz is not here today. Uh, she is. Uh, she's making a very short trip, uh, but she'll be back for today's full gear watch along. Um, in the meantime, you got me recapping this past week in wrestling, uh, as well as Impact Overdrive, where I came out the victor, and I am the new Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion. I now have the the championship egg free from her tampering and her uh, disrespect, and it will remain back here where it belongs. Alright, so to kind of lay out how today is going to go, we've got the news, we've got a, it was was a pretty light news week this week, Um, we also, uh, we've got Raw, Dynamite, Impact, and Overdrive to go over, we didn't, we did not watch NXT, Um, (laughs) unfortunately, Uh, and Yesterday, we had the choice of watching Overdrive or SmackDown and Rampage. Um, and we decided, since predictions were on the line, that we would watch Overdrive. Um, and since that was a pay per view. So, and then after that, we will have uh, predictions for All Out. Uh, I know Liz isn't here to give her predictions, but she gave me hers. And uh, I will let you know what her predictions are. And then our predictions for New Japan and Stardom's historic crossover. Um, so we've got a lot of predictions to make. I think that's happening on Monday, that, that pay-per-view. Um, no live watch-along for that, but that will be in our weekly recap, as always. Um, so without further ado, let's talk about some news. Um, first off... We had a bit of a medical update from Jake the Snake Roberts, and he is now off of oxygen for good. He said, quote, off oxygen for good, standing tall, doing great, at AEW again, sweet life I'm living. And uh, I don't, I didn't hear anything about him being on Rampage. So I don't know if he's still with uh, Lance Archer, but either way, glad that he's recovered and no longer on oxygen. Uh... But speaking of injuries and illnesses, Kevin Owens, at a recent house show, suffered an MCL sprain. This uh, report comes from Wrestling Observer. Um, He had a match against Awesome Theory at the Madison, Wisconsin house show and suffered a right knee injury, and it was confirmed that was an MCL sprain. But you know what? uh, On SmackDown, he came back. And he was revealed to be the fifth member of the War Games team. So uh, glad he's doing much better and, and not kept out of action. Um, now in the rumors landscape, we had Matt Cardona rumored to uh, be desired by WWE. And uh, since those rumors came out, Matt Cardona took to Instagram and posted a lot of pictures of uh, some of his big moments in WWE. Um, one of them was winning tag gold with uh, with with Brian Myers. Um, some other moments are are 
moments he's had with large wrestlers like John Cena, CM Punk, Edge, um, and uh, could just be him, you know, putting gas to the fire, staying like relevant, or maybe maybe he's trying to tease something. I know at Overdrive he didn't win tag gold, so there's nothing keeping him and Brian Myers uh, at Impact right now. And Chelsea Green has left Impact, so maybe uh, if she's going to WWE, which is speculated that she will, that uh, maybe he would follow suit. But we'll see. Um, I know him keeping his podcast is a, is a huge thing. Um, and now that Triple H is in charge and letting people, you know, do extra extracurricular activities. Him uh, keeping his podcast will be possible over there. All right. Uh, in other news, Nick Aldis has been having a uh, a big back and forth with NWA after leaving and and exchanging some words with Billy Corgan uh, recently, as reported by Fightful. Uh, Nick Aldis shared some thoughts on NWA and their most recent um, pay-per-view Hard Times 3. Um, and Nick Aldis called NWA the most toxic brand in all of pro wrestling. Uh, he said, quote, I hope you see why it is important to me to let you know that I had given my notice to the NWA before this pay-per-view. What was once a promising endeavor that I turned down bigger opportunities to take the lead on has become the most toxic brand in pro wrestling. And uh, that was um, that was in, in an Instagram post or uh, story, because it was to his Instagram subscribers, as uh, Fightful puts it. Um, I know... There was a lot of positive feedback to NWA once they started Power and started doing that on YouTube pre-pandemic. Um, and uh, now it's grown to the point where Tyrus is the new uh, NWA world champion. And uh, Nick Aldis has been very vocal about leaving, especially with how he says they've, they've treated Mickey James in the past. And now it's now that he's kind of burned that bridge. Where does he go now? Uh, I I could see him both in WWE and AEW, especially with how Tony Khan views people like Nick Aldis, who have a lot of history in the business. He, he Tony Khan is very um, he favors them a lot, but I think he has. If Nick Aldis had the choice, I feel like he would go with WWE because he wouldn't be left in the dust in AEW. He wouldn't get one shining light and then be left on, on dark or in catering. Um, moving on from Nick Aldis, we had a, uh, another trailer for AEW's Fight Forever and a little bit of update uh, on that. The, the game cover has been changed and no longer features CM Punk after Brawl Out. Um, but the trailer specifically showcased, uh, there was mention of creating a wrestler, create a wrestler, which is a very popular uh, feature from the WWE 2K games. 
They also featured a Lights Out match. Um, they featured Falls Count, or they mentioned Falls Count Anywhere matches. Um, so a lot of stipulation matches are being introduced. I wonder what else they will feature. Um, probably the other basics like no DQ, steel cage, tables, etc. Um, but it's really cool that they're putting in Lights Out, one of their staples. Um, they also featured lots and lots of weapons. Uh, fire extinguisher, um, some stuff that I can't really remember because there was just so much. I do remember uh, noting that they threw a lot of weapons, which is something that 2K games don't have, throwing. So that could be really interesting. Um, they're really putting emphasis on um, making the game more violent than the 2K games, especially with the amount of blood that was in it. There was there was blood just leaking on on the canvas during the lights out match, um, and although the game doesn't look perfect, it doesn't look like as I don't want to say as polished as a two K game, but as like uh, graphically as polished as a two K game. Um, it looks very arcadey. Looks like a lot of fun. I definitely plan on trying it out, and and Liz and I might um, do it as another as another uh, live stream. Since we already have the 2K22 uh, universe mode streams. Alright, well, that's all the news we have. Those are the top five news articles of the week. So let's get to recapping today's, this week's Raw, not today's Raw. Um, so we started off with a Seth Rollins promo, which uh, featured a uh, Bobby Lashley and both and Mustafa coming out and and they bro they both brawl leading to a match. Uh, Bobby versus Mustafa. Bobby picks up the win uh, via hurt lock on Mustafa. But uh, although this this seemed like a, a bit of a squash, it seems like the path that they're taking with Mustafa might be like huge babyface to the point where he beats Bobby. Um. And uh, I, I don't know how the World Cup match went on SmackDown. Um, I, I don't know if Mustafa beat Ricochet. Because if he did... Let's see. Oh, no, Ricochet beat Mustafa. Okay. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll be getting to the point of Mustafa, you know, changing character and then... Working his way up as a, as a huge babyface, I, I could see them doing that. Eventually beating Bobby, um, winning a title would be cool. Uh, we then had an interview with the OC and Mia Yim, and then we got Mia Yim versus Tamina. Mia Yim picked up the win with Eat Defeat. We had an interview with Matt Riddle, who's gotten extremely cold over the past uh, couple months. Matt Riddle has kind of not been featured as much, and whenever he is featured, it's kind of just for corny jokes, like like the weed jokes or the bong jokes from uh, last SmackDown, uh, last week's SmackDown. Uh, we had a promo between Mia Yim and Damage Control. Damage Control want Mia for uh, War Games, but she declines. Uh, we get Matt Riddle versus Chad Gable. Gable wins via backslide with a little help from Otis, uh, but a win for Chad Gable is always great because Chad Gable is fantastic. Uh, <laughs> a 
Although JBL has been absolute shit recently, um, his character has been absolute garbage. He's got so much go away heat. We had we had a fun segment with him and Corbin. They're playing poker. They're crushing some guy. Tazawa comes in. He's he wants to play, and JBL's like, "Do you know how to play poker?" Tazawa says, "Nope." Uh, he's like, "Have you ever played poker?" Tazawa's like, "Nope." And JBL's like, well, your money's good here. Uh, thinking they're going to crush him. Um, but then after that, we get Miz TV. Uh, hosted by Byron. Miz comes out in like a cardigan and trying to look like... Uh, um, uh, what the, the... Fuck, the kids show host's name. I, I forget. Played by Tom Hanks. Um, good Neighbor or something. I forget the guy's name. I completely forget. But yeah, trying to look like a like a like a lovely fellow. Um, Johnny then comes out, um, and everything will apparently come to a head in two weeks with Miz versus Dexter Loomis. Where if Dexter wins, Miz has to pay up, and Dexter gets a WWE contract. Cameraman then hops in the ring, and it's revealed to be Dexter Loomis himself who chases the Miz out of uh, out of the arena. We get a Shelton Benjamin interview. And uh, that leads to Shelton Benjamin versus Dominic Mysterio, where Dominic wins via Frog Splash after a little bit of distraction. Um, we get an interview with Austin Theory. He basically explains why he cashed in on Seth, explaining that uh, the, the scenario of cashing on Roman did not exist, which makes a lot of sense. I'm I have been under the like I've been positive on the whole theory cashing in thing, even though a lot of people haven't. I think um, him explaining this uh, is, is very beneficial. And I always saw it as he had no chance at the Universal at the, the Undisputed Universal Championship. So you went to what he knows. He went to the, the United States Championship, which he's won before. Might as well have some gold. Um, and uh, then he explains, like, generational talent that Seth Rollins is, one of the best in the world, so go after him. Um, but then Dolph Ziggler walks in, and that leads to a match later on. We then have Io Sky versus Dana Brooke. Io Sky wins via moon, over the moonsault, um, but Mia Yim comes out and decides on Bianca's side of war games. So that's the fourth member to that team. The fifth has still yet to be revealed. Um, we then go back to Tazawa, Corbin, and JBL. Tazawa's winning poker. Um, Corbin cheats, and Tazawa challenges him to a match because of that. Um, then we go to the Austin Theory-Dolph Ziggler match, where Dolph wins via DQ because Austin Theory beats the fucking shit out of him. And th this turn in character is great um, for Theory. I think uh, it's very much needed. Hopefully turns him away from the selfie gimmick. And, uh, yeah, he just doesn't stop beating him up, so the ref calls the match. We get a team damage control promo. Rhea walks in. She joins the team. So they got all five now. So now we're just waiting on one more member for Bianca's team. Um, we then get uh, Baron Corbin versus Akira Tozawa. Corbin winning via end of days. Um, then get an interview with Team Bianca. And then an interview with Finn, where Finn accepts AJ Styles' challenge for Survivor Series, so it'll be a singles match. Finn, AJ, that will be <laughs> that will be incredible. 
Um, that's definitely going to be probably contender for for match of match of the night, if not match of the year, because those guys are amazing. Uh, we then got Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. Seth wins via stomp, um, but because of interference from the OC, the whole brawl at ringside, Theory comes in and beats up Seth post-match. So after skipping NXT this week, we, got, we caught up with Dynamite. Started off with uh, Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli, where Danielson and Claudio win uh, via sharpshooter from Claudio onto Jericho while Claudio's holding uh, Angela, Jericho's bat. We had a little vignette with Sting and Darby, them driving through the desert or something. Darby's in a body bag, um, you know, traditional Darby stuff. Um, we then had a promo with Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt, where J Jeff Jarrett walks in. We had uh, an acclaimed music video, which is great. This was uh, talking shit about um, Swerving Our Glory. Had a great uh, uh, cameo from Big Show as, um, what was his name? Captain, he was Captain Amazo, was, it? was that it? Captain Amazo? Um, Captain Insano, that was it, Insano. Captain Sano, who is a character in the Water Boy, played by Paul White. Um, and then that led to Anthony Bowens versus Swerve Strickland, where Swerve wins via JML Driver. Um, then we got an interview with Samoa Joe. Hobbs comes out, Wardlow comes out, and a whole brawl ensues. And we get uh, we're gonna get a triple threat at full gear: Wardlow, Samoa Joe, Hobbs for the TNT Championship. Uh, we then got a promo from Britt Baker, and then after that we had, uh, for the trios titles, Death Triangle versus Top Flight and AR Fox. Death Triangle win via Black Arrow. And then uh, Pac cuts a promo, and uh, he sees what the videos have been around uh, every week at Dynamite. Uh, so he challenges the Elite for the tag titles at full, or the trios titles at full gear. Via uh, uh, anticlimactic fade dither of the the elite in the graphic, could have done with a you know surprise appearance from Kenny Omega or something, or even Brandon Cutler. Have Brandon Cutler come out and be like, yeah, on behalf of them, uh, I, we accept. <laughs> I don't know something like that. Um, or keep it mysterious. Because they could have also been referring to uh, the House of Black. Uh, we then have Ricky Stark's promo. And it's revealed that Ricky versus Lance will happen on Rampage in the first round of the tournament. The Eliminator Tournament. Which is kind of weird because it, the finals were supposed to happen at full gear. So because of that, the, the semifinals <laughs> are happening. Um... Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage is happening at full at, at the pre-show of Full Gear, or maybe the main card, and then the finals will be happening the Dynamite. Excuse me, the Dynamite after that. Very weird. And then I think the title match will happen at Winter's Coming. All right. So then we have Ethan Page versus Bandito in the tournament. 
pretty short match. Um, wish I had gone a little longer because Bandito is amazing. Um, but Ethan Page wins via Ego's Edge. Um, we had an interview with Soraya just before Tony Storm versus Anna Jay in a title eliminator match. And Tony Storm wins via Texas Cloverleaf. And then we round out the night with John Moxley's promo, um, where the firm attacks, leading to MJF coming out. He lays out the entire firm, and then they have a whole promo. Mox was confused on what uh, what what day the pay per view was, whether it was Sunday or Saturday. Kind of showing he's already checked out, um, ready to go on that vacation that he was meant to go on before CM Punk got injured or suspended or whatever. Um. So. I think it's pretty evident MJF's going to win that. Uh, but after that, we had Impact. Started off the night with Black Taurus versus PJ Black in the, the X Division tournament. Black Taurus won via Pile Driver. Uh, we then had a contract signing between Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Kaz told Josh's wife, Jade, to shut up. And that um, sparked some flames from Josh. Um, and then we had a promo featuring them. Bully Ray walked in, and then Kaz was just like, shut the fuck up, Bully Ray. Or he couldn't help but laugh at him. Um, and kind of burying Bully Ray a little bit. Um, but then we get Motor City Machine Guns versus Aussie Open versus Bullet Club versus, I think, um, it was Chris Bay and Ace Austin. They're going by Ace and Bay Connection, I think. Versus Raj Singh and, and Shara. And Bullet Club wins via the fold. I think it goes on to Mark Davis. We get a promo uh, between Rosemary and Taya, talking about why Jessica's gone. And then we get Tasha Steeles versus Taya Valkyrie. Taya Valkyrie wins, and a whole brawl breaks out. Uh, Jessica comes back and lays out Tasha and Savannah. Uh, we get a promo between Tommy Dreamer and Josh, where Dreamer's like, you can trust Bully Ray. Trust me. Definitely, man. That's not trustworthy. Uh, we then get Steve Macklin versus Tommy Dreamer in an old-school rules match. This match sucked. This sucked. Tommy Dreamer should not be getting anywhere near Macklin's level. Um, dude has a ton of ring rust. Macklin should have just laid him out. And Macklin wins via KIA. We then get an interview with Masha Slamovich, where she's kind of just berating Gia the whole time. Um, then we have Laredo Kid versus Rich Swan. Rich Swan wins via 550. Um, that was kind of a, a nothing match. It didn't really lead to anything. It's not really for anything. Um, maybe to put Rich Swan up for contendership for the X Division title. Um, then we have a promo between Taylor Wilde and Mickey James. Taylor Wilde says she's going to be the one to retire Mickey. Um, then we had Eric Young versus Sammy Callahan in a in the Death Machines double jeopardy match. No idea what that means. Wasn't anything but a DQ match. Um, but Sammy wins via Cactus Driver 97. After the match, Sammy's attacked by Violent by Design. And then kind of to end the night. Diener, Khan, and Angels are just standing over Eric Young. It's like staring down at him. I mean, we just fade to black on that. And that didn't go anywhere at Overdrive. 
because now we have Overdrive, and we started off with Moose versus Bully Ray in a tables match. Bully Ray wins via Spear through a table. I had picked Bully Ray, Liz picked Moose, so that was my first win of the night. Um, we had an interview with Kazarian's family via Zoom um, to kind of show that Josh's family was there, but not Kaz's family, because Kaz wanted to focus on the match, didn't want to be distracted by his family. Uh, we then had the Death Dolls versus Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. Death Dolls win. Uh, this is for the Knockouts Tag Titles. Death Dolls win via Sakishi Driver, which we're just calling the Sick Driver. I much preferred Sakishi Driver, but I'm going to keep calling it Sakishi Driver. Uh, we then had a promo between Motor City Machine Guns and Bullet Club, Ace and Bay Connection, and. Um, I think Motor City Machine Guns want to want to fight Ace and Bay, maybe put up the the New Japan Strong titles, which would be cool. Um, but then major players walk in and they kind of um, they they play cocky about the tag match that they're gonna have, and uh, shows how that went. We then had Mickey James versus Taylor Wild, um, and Mickey James wins via McDT. Um, oh, and with uh, with Death Dolls versus Tasha Steels and Savannah, Liz and I both picked Death Dolls, so we won that prediction. Um, and then with Mickey James versus Taylor Wilde, we both picked Mickey James, both got that right. But then after the match, Deanna comes out and she challenges Mickey James and promises to retire Mickey. I wouldn't be surprised if that's where Mickey's uh, career ends. Because that's that's been a long time coming, and um, what better way to end Mickey's career than by putting over Diana Perrazzo? Um, then we had Heath and Rhino versus the Major Players for the tag titles. Heath and Rhino win via Gore. Liz picked Heath and Rhino. I picked the Major Players, so Liz came out with a W on that one. Um, then we had. Black Tarus versus Trey Miguel, and I was Liz and I were both pissed off by this. We both thought Black Tarus would win because Black Tarus has been awesome. Crazy Steve has been putting over Tarus every single week uh, that that Tarus has appeared. Um, he's been on commentary. He's been in the ring announcing. He started off the night tonight announcing Black Tarus's entrance. Tarus looked amazing in the match. Absolutely phenomenal. Um. He was so much more animated than he normally is, and I, I turned to Liz, I was like, that's that's showing Taurus is going to win. He knows he's going to win, but nope, Trey Miguel wins via Lightning Spiral. LOL, Trey wins, <laughs> I guess. Um, Taurus definitely should have won, and, and the only way this could be made up for is if Taurus ends up leaving Impact and going to like WWE or AEW. Because Taurus and Krazy Steve are both fantastic and, and should be in front of a massive crowd on a better TV station. Um, but Trey Miguel wins by spray painting uh, Black Taurus and then giving the lightning spiral. Um, I assumed the spray paint was to elude at the Rascals reuniting, minus Wesley. Um... Maybe Zachary Wentz and Myron Reed would show up on Impact because 
I think there was a big thing on the indies about Myron Reed and, and Trey Miguel reuniting. I think uh, Wentz, too. But we didn't get anything about that tonight. Unfortunately. Because um, either Rascal's reuniting or, or Black Taurus going somewhere bigger. Those would be the only redeeming factors of this match. And, and Taurus losing. But we then had Masha Slamovich versus Jordan Grace in a last woman standing match for the Knockouts Championship. Jordan Grace wins via a muscle buster through a door. Uh, this match was phenomenal. Um, they they gave a phenomenal match in, in the, the Monsters Ball match. But this, this still was just as good, if not better. Um, Jordan Grace and Masha are both awesome. Um... Masha's someone that I would love to see show up in NXT or, or um, I guess not even AEW with how they handle their women's division. If AEW was better, then uh, had a better women's division, then, then absolutely. Um, but as of right now, preference is NXT. Um, and then we had the main event, Josh Alexander versus Frankie Kazarian for the, knock, or for the Impact World Championship. Josh wins after a 30-minute match. I think it was 32 minutes. He wins via C4 spike. This match was phenomenal. Um, so so much amazing wrestling. Good storytelling across the board here. Um, these guys just killed it. Absolutely killed it. Um, I was kind of going in, you know, low expectations. Like, they just got to have Josh, give Josh a match for uh for overdrive so they're throwing Kaz in but these guys made it worth it they killed it but after the match bully ray comes out and uh challenges Josh cashes in his trophy uh for um hard to kill i think it was which is on Friday the 13th in January and uh bully ray blindsided Josh attacked Jade his wife um, threatened to pile drive her into the concrete and then just kept uh, attacking Josh with the steel chair so that's twice in a row Josh is, gets, <laughs> Josh and his wife get absolutely obliterated by the the, um, the trophy holder which for those that don't know the, the impact trophy is essentially the money in the bank briefcase you can cash in whatever they want um, in this case, um, Bully Ray is making the match further down the line instead of cashing in right at that moment like Moose did last year. Alright, and that is our weekly recap. Um, uh, another little thing, I know I didn't watch SmackDown, neither of us did because we were watching Overdrive, um, but Kevin Owens returned. And he is the fifth member in um, the Brawling Brutes War Games team against uh, against the Bloodline. That, that was the big thing of note that I saw on social media. Um, some other stuff with Bray Wyatt, LA Knight. Um, um, I think that was it. I think that was all I remember seeing. Sami Zayn cracking up Jey Uso. Um, all right, so let's let's talk about predictions. For those that don't know how our predictions work, um, since we'll be doing a live watch along today for Full Gear, 
how our predictions work is for every incorrect prediction, each of us has to do a dab of hot sauce. And we don't have much differing with uh, full gear as well as historic crossover. Um, but every incorrect one, we do a dab of hot sauce. Um, and then whoever has the most correct predictions will be dubbed the Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion. And as you can see, I am the current reigning champion after Overdrive. And we'll see if that changes at all after Full Gear and Historic Crossover. So, with Full Gear... Oh, we... There are a couple more matches that were announced as well. I didn't get Liz's predictions for these. Um, but we will have predictions ready for when the live watch-along starts. So for now, uh, minus the ones that were announced on uh, Rampage. Brian Cage versus uh, Ricky Starks. Liz and I are both going with Ricky Starks. Uh, Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm going with Powerhouse Hobbs. Liz is going with Wardlow. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that Hobbs picks up the W and, and gets the title which is much much deserved, um, but that would involve somewhat, some champion getting pinned. Uh, then we have Death Triangle versus the Elite for the Trios Championships. Uh, we both picked the Elite, because I think that's, that's pretty obvious. Uh, we then have Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy in a steel cage match. We both went with Jungle Boy, another, uh, another obvious one. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. We both went with Sting and Darby. Um, we then have Britt Baker versus Soraya in Soraya's returning match. Both of us have picked Soraya. Um, then for the TBS Championship, we have Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. We both went with Nyla Rose. Hoping to win that TBS Championship. Jade's kind of gotten a little... She's kind of lost a little, bit of, a little bit of wind in her sail. She's been, she's been featured less. Seems like. Um, then have a fatal four-way for the Ring of Honor Championship. Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson versus Claudio Castagnoli versus Sammy Guevara. We both went with Chris Jericho retaining. Then we had Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. We're both picking Jamie Hayter to win the title. So we'll see if uh, I have to update this graphic here. Um, we then have the Acclaimed versus Swerving Our Glory. For the tag titles, we're both going with the Acclaimed. And finally, John Moxley versus MJF. We're both going with MJF. So uh, we're both hoping for, for two changes to this graphic here. Um, so we'll see how all that goes tonight. Again, we'll be doing our live watch along as normal, as planned. Um, Liz will definitely be back on time for that. So, that will be happening on schedule. Alright, let's talk about New Japan Stardom's historic crossover. Opening match, uh, Oscar, I think it's Oscar Lube, uh, Yudo Nakashima, Ryohei Oiwa, and Kosei Fujita, the Young Lions, versus LA Dojo, which is Clark Connors, Alex Coughlin, Gabriel Kidd, and Kevin Knight. We're both going with LA Dojo. Uh, next, Chaos which is Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Yo, 
and Leo Rush versus House of Torture, which is Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, Sho, and Dick Togo. I'm going with Chaos and Leo Rush. Liz is going with House of Torture. I think Dick Togo is just there to eat a pin, as he always is. Um, then we have Queen's Quest, which is Saya Kamatani, AZM, and Lady C uh, versus uh, Donna Del Mondo, which is Tekla, Himeka, and Mai Sakurai. We're both going with Donna Del Mondo. Um, then we've got Tom Lawler and Sayuri versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Julia. We're both going with Zack Sabre Jr. and Julia. Um, next, we've got Suzuki-gun, which is Taichi and Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Meltier, uh, which is Tam Nakano and Natsupoi versus Suzuki-gun, El Desperado and Doki, uh, and Black Desire, Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. We're both going with Despay and Doki and Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Next, we've got Hiroshi Tanahashi and Utami Hayashishita versus Hiroki Goto and Maika. We're both going with Tanahashi and Hayashishita. Next, we've got LIJ, which is Naito, Shingo, Sanada, Bushi, and Hiromu versus United Empire, which is Aussie Open, uh, TJP, Francesco Akira, and Gideon Gray. We're both going with LIJ. Next, we've got Chaos, Kazuchika Okada and Toriano, and Great Muda, versus Jeff Cobb, Great Okan, and Aaron Hinare. We're both going with Okada, Yano, and Muda. Next, Will Ospreay versus Shota Umino. We're both going with Ospreay. And then finally, the main event, Mayu Iwatani versus Kairi for the IWGP Women's Championship, the inaugural champion. I'm going with Mayu Iwatani. Liz is going with Kairi. So we've got a couple differences. Um, that main event and then the Chaos vs. House of Torture match. So we'll see how those go. Could have a tie. Could have a tie. Um, but we'll see. Of that all pans out. Alright, so that's all we've got today. Remember to tune into our full gear watch along. We'll be going live starting with the, the pre-show, which is 7 Eastern, um, 4 Pacific. And uh yeah, watch along with us. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll try and do some um some some polls, predictions, whatever we can do in chat. Um but yeah. Alright, thanks everyone for watching. Tune in then. Uh, but have a great rest of your night. Uh, have a nice little snack for uh, for full gear. And after full gear, you'll see us for our 2K22 live stream on Tuesday. And uh, our weekly recap, as always, on Saturday. Have a great, have a great time with full gear. Have a great weekend. Join us for full gear. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Bye-bye.